On this episode, the final episode of 2022, I'm going to give you my top 10 takeaways of 2022 and give you 10 questions that you can use to reflect on your 2022 so that you can set better goals and set a clearer vision for 2023. Let's jump into it. My top 10 takeaways from 2022. You are listening to the Dads Making a Difference podcast, the number one podcast for men driven to live a life of significance. Men who want to make a difference in the lives of their families, in their business, and in the world around them. My name is Cam Hall, founder of Fight the Dabot and leader of the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now, let's dive in. Hello, my friend. Welcome to this year in review on the Dads Making a Difference podcast. My name is Cam Hall. I'm your host and founder of the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind on top of other things. And I'm going to get into that because today on this year in review of 2022, which yes, I know that rhymes and it wasn't the intention. In this year in review, I'm going to share with you the ups and downs of my last year and my greatest takeaways coming out of 2022 as a 41, almost 42-year-old father of two and husband trying to run two multiple businesses online and being a professional who works full-time. And I want to share insight into what my last year was through the highs and probably mostly through the lows because I am a person who's committed to growth and we know that growth happens through discomfort. I'm going to tell you, my friend, I had a lot of discomfort this year. I want to share some things on this episode that I haven't shared before. I'm going to give you insight into pretty uh, health scare that I had to start this year, how that set the tone for the upcoming, you know, 11 months and how now looking back 12 months later, how grateful I am for that. And it may sound weird when you hear the story, but how grateful I am for that experience. Through this reflection of 2022, I'm actually going to frame this through a series of questions that my friend Paul Edwards posted on his Facebook. And I know this sounds really funny. My daughter actually made fun of me a little bit today. She's like, Dad, are you an interview yourself? <laughs> and I guess I kind of am. Uh, but what I want to do is I want to take these questions and I want to pose them to you because I want you to reflect right now before you set goals for 2023, before you start to make Uh, changes in your life for your health, for your fitness, for your family, for your finances, for your faith, whatever, before you start making those changes, I want you to first reflect. And so we're going to go through these reflection questions today. And then I'm going to give you some insight on how I use these to reflect on my own year and some of my greatest takeaways and how I'm going to write a new story for 2023. So let's dive in. I'm I'm sorry. If you hear my chair, I apologize. Um, That's just driving me nuts. But here we are. (laughs) This is live, sort of. I'm not going to re-record this. We all make mistakes. And here we go. I appreciate you being here, by the way, and you putting up with me. Sometimes I know that this can be an adventure, uh, but I'm glad that you are along this adventure with me. So here we are. I have these questions sitting in front of me. These are questions that my friend Paul Edwards posted on his Facebook, but they are questions that Ian Cron asked through his typology program. If you're not familiar with Ian Cron, check him out. He's an author. He's a speaker. Uh, he's a priest. He's a, he's a leader. He's a therapist. He's so many things. 
Um, but he has a podcast called Typology, but he also has a program called Typology. And he really digs a lot into the Enneagram, uh, which is an assessment, a personality assessment. Uh, I just recently did this personality assessment. Some people really love it. Some people really hate it. We're not going to get into that. But what I want you to do is do dive into Ian Cron's work. And these questions come from his work. And so I'm using these as a tool to reflect on this year and to challenge you to reflect. So here we are. Number one. Write this down, and I want you to write this down. I want you to share your answers as we go through this. I want you to not be ashamed. I want you to be honest, transparent. I want to challenge you to do that. Be honest and transparent with yourself. And while I want you to share these and tag us at Dad's Making a Difference uh, on Instagram or Facebook or send me a message on Facebook, I'd love to connect with you and support you through this. Um, this is for you. This is for nobody else but yourself right now. Question number one, what did you achieve or do this year that made yourself proud? Isn't that an interesting question? I think so many times we say, well, how do I make myself proud? And it's a hard question to answer. It's almost like that first time you write your resume, right? And you have to write that cover letter and you have to sell yourself to somebody else by talking good about yourself. Why aren't we better at talking good about ourselves, about being positive with ourselves. We're often very easily hard on ourselves. But I want you to say, what did you achieve or do this year that made yourself proud? Well, I can tell you that I am proud to be here today. I am proud to be on this podcast, the Dad's Making a Difference podcast, speaking to you. I was able to launch this podcast this year. June 1st, we launched... This is episode 36. I'm jacked. I got a huge smile on my face if you're watching this on YouTube. Because for a while, I didn't even know this was going to exist at the beginning of 2022. This came out of a time of pain. It came out of a time of discomfort. And I'm going to get into that the second question. But I am proud of this podcast. I am proud of the opportunity I've been able to have to connect with men and women, to speak with them, to build relationships with them, to be able to challenge them and also have them challenge me to grow. I've been able to celebrate their work. I've been able to share their work with you, the listener, and draw attention to them in a way that will impact your life. This podcast, while I hope that you follow it, you subscribe to it, and of course, share it with the men who you believe need to hear it, this podcast isn't about me. This podcast is about you. And I want to bring on the guests and share the information that is going to challenge you to grow, to grow spiritually, emotionally, relationally, physically, financially, intellectually, and professionally. That's a lot. But the guests that I bring on, the conversation I have are all centered around that filter. And it is here that I hope to challenge you to grow so that you can become what I call a difference maker, a man who's going to make a difference in his family. What have we learned this year through our episodes? I think back to Blake Brewer and leaving a legacy, leaving a legacy letter for your family. I think about Tony DiLorenzo and his six pillars of intimacy and how you can build relationships with your, your spouse in a way that you've never had before. I think about David Osk and how he was sharing about being authentic and your uniqueness, about Evan Money challenging us to be more present. I think about Josh Kachadorian helping us raise the standard as men. 
We had so many guests, Kurt Tucker sharing his story of pain to triumph so that you can become better, just better. I, I don't know a better word to explain it. And you become a better man, that you become a better man. And in Kurt Tucker's words, become a champion. So I'm proud of this podcast and I'm proud of you listening to it. Because it takes a long time to gain traction with a podcast, trust me. And I'm not advertising on here. I'm not making any money off this. That's not the intention. Uh, I just hope that it reaches many, many men. It's my goal that we get a thousand new subscribers by the end of quarter two of 2023. So in the next six months, we want a thousand new subscribers. So help me out, uh, share this with somebody who needs it, but subscribe, leave a review, help us gain traction that way, because this is about you and the other men in the, our communities to help them become difference makers. So what did I achieve or do this year that made myself proud? It was starting this. And I want you to identify something in your life that made you proud. I also was able to take my family on an amazing vacation to the Oregon coast. I think about that right now, and it brings a smile to my face. What did you do this year that made you proud? All right, I want to get into number two. This is sometimes the hardest one uh, for me to answer, but I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable. I'm going to share some information that, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't share, but I'm going to. I want you to know, honestly, what's been going on in my life. The second question is, what did you learn from your challenges and disappointments this year? Oh boy, this was a year of growth. It really was a year of growth for me. And we know that growth happens out of discomfort, out of pain, out of trial and error. If you are not pushing to the point where you're failing, you are not growing. I had that conversation today with Maya. We were in the gymnasium. We we're playing. She got a new volleyball for Christmas. Loves volleyball. I'm trying to get her hooked on basketball. So dads, you know, pray for me. Trying to get her hooked on ball. But she has her volleyball and we're working on the simple artist setting. And I say simple because I've done it so many times, but for her, this is something new. And so we're going back and forth and she's getting frustrated and I'm getting frustrated. But I said to her, Maya, I'm not worried that you can't do this. I'm worried that you're giving up because you're going to get better by making mistakes. And she doesn't want to make mistakes yet. And so many times as dads, we feel like we don't want to make the mistake. We can't make the mistake. What will happen if I'm, I make this decision and it's a mistake? What happens if I make this financial decision, this family decision, this business decision, this health decision, and it's a mistake? And we live in that fear of making a mistake. Well, I'm going to challenge you in 2023 to make mistakes and grow from that. But I grew a lot in 2022. I'm going to you know, rewind to 12 months ago, even just to December 2021. You know, 2022 was kind of a year we returned back to normal. 2021, we weren't quite there yet. Uh, end of 2021, I'm going to paint a picture for you. I was um, on this break around the holiday season. I was not being the father that I needed to be. I wasn't the husband I needed to be. Um, mentally, I was exhausted. Physically, I wasn't in good shape. Um, actually, if you go back further, let's go back to May of 2021. May of 2021, I started to notice something in my body that was not normal. May of 2021, I discovered I had a lump in my throat. This lump that was just like on the left-hand side of where my larynx is, and it was sitting there. And to describe it to you, it felt like I had vitamins stuck in my throat all the time. 
And so every time I swallow, I feel this lump. And to be honest, I was a little bit concerned about it, but then it would go away and be gone for about three weeks. And then it would come back for three weeks and it would be gone for two weeks and it'd come back. But it was this discomfort. There was no pain. I didn't feel sick, but there was discomfort with it. And it was a distraction. It was distracting me from probably some other things that I wanted uh, to focus on. But our health is often a distraction, isn't it? Our health is like something that we don't want to prioritize, but underneath the layers of what we're doing, we know it's the foundation. And without that strong foundation, everything else is kind of crumbling apart. Well, in my head, I knew something was wrong with my health, but I didn't want to address it which is so ironic since I am deeply passionate about helping men take control of their health so that they can live fit, healthy, fulfilled lives with their families. Um, but here I was, May 2021, I discovered this thing in my throat. And then I had seen the doctor and uh, I'm going to tell you the story. It was about 8.30 in the morning. I was heading to a doctor's appointment just to check this out in my neck. And I said to him, I said, hey, what's going on, Cam? And I said to my doctor, well, I, I don't think it's a big deal, but I have this lump in my throat. And so, and I was starting to continue on. He said, excuse me, where is it? And so he felt, he could feel it. He's like, lay down. He's like feeling around my neck. And then he's like, okay, well, we'll just keep an eye on it. And if you feel like it's getting any larger, uh, describe it to me. And, and so we have this quick conversation. It's about 15 minutes, as most doctor's appointments typically are. Um, I really appreciate my doctor, by the way, he's about my age. And, and so I can relate with him. Um, so I leave about 15 minutes later, I'm, I'm back at work. So I'm an administrator in a high school. That's what I do full time, you know, on top of everything else. But uh, back at work, and I get a call. And what I thought, you know, it was kind of I was nervous about it. And he just kind of played it off like, hey, we'll take, we'll take a look at it, but keep an eye on it. So I walked out of there feeling pretty good about myself. And it was waiting to like get home and tell my wife, the old I told you, she was like, see, I told you it was nothing. Well, 15 minutes later, I'm standing in my office at the school and I get a call on my phone and it's a representative from the doctor's office. And it went like something like this. Cam, this is so-and-so from doctor, my doctor's office. Um, one lets you know that you are booked in for an ultrasound on your neck uh, this afternoon at 1.30 and we've booked you into an ear, nose and throat specialist for Tuesday, which was like five days away. I'm like, okay, thank you. And so as you can imagine, I hung up that phone and realized, oh, shoot, maybe this isn't nothing. And while my doctor played it down so I wouldn't be stressed, he obviously thought it was something else. And so here I am, a couple hours later, 1.30 in the afternoon, laying on a bed, getting my neck ultrasound. They see this thing on the, the screen and whatever. And then a couple of days later, I'm getting this tube. I'm telling you, this is not to gross you out, but this tube like up my nose and down the back of my throat to look at my throat and what was going on. And over the next several months, I was just like poked and prodded and tested and imaged and all of it. It was a little bit stressful to tell you the truth. And it distracted me from focusing on a lot of things. And this was in 2021. Well, uh, that started in May. Nearing the end of June, something else happened. Uh, I started to experience these episodes, we'll call them, in, in the evenings and early mornings. And one such episode, my, my wife hates it when I call it that, by the way. Uh, one such episode happened in the middle of the night. I remember waking up in the middle of the night. And I want you to picture this because you've been there where you wake up 
you're sweating profusely. You're like, oh man, I need to run the washroom because something's going to happen. And you know, I don't want to be gross, but you know what I mean? But I got up and I ran to the washroom. I got in there and I was like, I'm just sweating. And I feel like I'm shaking. My heart's racing, but my stomach wasn't upset. Nothing was happening. And I said, like, okay, what's going on? And I can have some water, water on my face, whatever. And I actually, I say I tripped, but the fact of it is this, I lost consciousness and I fell. And I smashed my face onto the tile floor in our washroom, our bathroom. Now picture this, I'm 6'5", 225 guys. Like I'm not a small dude. So if I fall unconscious, smashing my face into the floor, it makes a sound. And so that obviously at two in the morning would wake my wife up. So my wife wakes up, she hears what she described as the sound of a baseball bat hitting the floor. Well, I'm 6'5", 225 and I fell right behind the door. And so my wife is calling my name, no response. She's trying to open the door. She can't open the door. She opens the door a crack and pushes all she can because I'm on the other side. And she manages to push me over enough so she can get in. And she turns around the door and she sees me. And this is what she sees. She sees her husband unconscious on the floor, blood pouring out of his mouth, big lump on the side of his head from smashing the floor and non-responsive. I, I can only imagine how that made her feel. Um, actually, she told me how it made her feel. It's pretty traumatic for her. So she called the ambulance. The ambulance comes to the house. It's two in the morning. She also calls a friend who comes to the house to be with the kids. I can't believe this didn't happen. I think this is a blessing, but my kids didn't wake up at all through the whole thing. They were in bed and I'm glad they were. And I'm glad they didn't see their dad like that. That would have been hard on me. Uh, ambulance comes in by this time I've regained consciousness. I'm like, I'm, I'm fine, babe. Don't call the ambulance. I lay on the couch. They come into the house. I'm still bleeding from my mouth where I jam my teeth through my face. Um, my face is swelling up and they hook me up to all these machines and they're taking like my vitals and nothing seems out of the ordinary. They can't explain it. And they just say, follow up with your doctor. Well, I'm going to tell you that it took me a little while because I'm a guy and I'm stubborn. And on top of the neck issue and the throat issue, now there was this and I didn't want to pile on, but I was also very, very worried about what was, I was going to find out. Um, this is getting back to the question of what did you learn from your challenges and disappointments this year? Um, I learned that I'm stubborn and I need to just act. And guys, if you're listening to this and you're not a healthy nut who doesn't like to go to the doctor is what I'm trying to say. And you put things off, don't put it off. So I go to the doctor. I'm like, yeah, I had this episode. And he's like, what? So now more testing, more poking, prodding blood tests. And then it comes kind of to a head. Uh, January 20th, 2022. And this is where I want to kind of tell you a little bit of what happened and how this year started. This year started on a low. January 20th, 2022, two days before my 41st birthday. Uh, I go to the doctor. I'm going, I think I'm going for a review of blood work. Tell people at work, hey, I've got to go to the doctor. Uh, I'll see you in a little bit. Mentally, I was in an extremely low place. Um, work was not going well. I was contemplating resigning. Uh, business was not going well. I had lost a fire for fight the dad bod. I was discouraged. I, I love the men that I coach. And then I just wasn't able to connect with more men. And it was a slow time. And I get it guys. Like the health industry is up and down and fight the dad. Bod. I'm just so driven to help men. And then I get upset when men don't want to help themselves. And it's just back and forth. And that was really battling with me mentally, uh, struggling at work. Um, I was also a 
co-coaching the business coaching program at the time, which I was coaching like eight clients through that. I just was doing so much. I felt burnt out. And I'd never thought I'd say that about myself, but I felt burnt out. January 20th, I go to the doctor. I think I'm going to be there for 15, 20 minutes again. I walk in. It's still 2021. Uh, sorry, January 20th. January 20, 2022, we were still in protocols here. We're still in the health protocols in our clinics and hospitals. So I'm wearing a mask. Doctors wearing a mask. And he looks at me. I got my hat over, down over my head, throwing my hat on. I don't know why, but it's something I did. Uh, maybe to shade my eyes, <laughs> to be honest with you. And he looks at me and he's like, Cam, how are you doing? And I couldn't answer him. I just couldn't. I had this massive... Uh, when I say a lump in my throat, I'm not talking about the lump that we discovered, but the lump right before you cry. And he looked at me and my eyes started to well up and he just said, you're not doing good, are you? And I just shook my head and I wasn't doing good. I didn't know what was happening, but I wasn't doing good. And he said, well, Cam, I'm going to put you out. And I didn't know what that meant until he told me. He said, Cam, I'm going to put you out. You, I'm putting you on an official medical leave. Uh, you're not going back to work. And it might be some time before you're back there again. And I need you to start eliminating some of these other things from your life until we can take your health, make your health a priority, which is so ironic again, guys. Uh, make your health a priority and get you back to being you. You're not you right now. Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment and talk about our community of DMD brothers in the DMD mastermind. We are men who help each other to stay focused and intentional in our pursuits of personal, professional, physical, financial, emotional, and spiritual growth. We are a community of men who bring courage, wisdom, and transparency to unfiltered conversations that challenge us to be more impactful men. To be, dad's making a difference. We do this through our online and in-person events where men come together to speak into each other's lives and then turn around and do the deep work to create change in their families, in their businesses, and in the community around them. If you are wondering if this community might be right for you, you can find more information on the DMD Mastermind, and you can also book a call directly with me at dmdmastermind.com. Now, let's get back to our show. And so I left there, I bawled in my truck for a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I felt weak. I felt embarrassed, uh, which is all foolish, foolish, but that's how I felt. And over the next three months, I was on a medical leave, January, February, March of 2022. And what I learned through that is that I needed to discover who I was again. I needed to discover who I was. I was disappointed. I felt like I was letting my family down. I was letting the people at work down. I wasn't at work. Uh, I've told this story a little bit on this podcast. So I felt like I was thrown off a rushing train and the train was going on without me and I needed to get back on. But after a period of time, I had been thrown from this train. And I looked around and I saw this beautiful forest around me. I started to like explore it. And I started to see what life could be like when I started to slow down and started to prioritize what really mattered most. And that was time for myself. And that was time for my family. At that time, I paused fight the dad bod. I didn't take on any new clients for three months. Uh, I resigned from my co-coaching position with the, the business coaching program where I was a subcontracted coach. And I wasn't doing anything except just reading and praying and seeing a mental health uh, professional and taking care of my health by getting into the gym, my physical health. And it was the most incredible three months. 
It really was. I learned so much about myself. I was able to get clearer um, on why I matter. And so what, what did you learn from your challenges and disappointments? I learned that my challenges and disappointments could be the gateway and the opening for huge successes. What did you learn from your challenges and disappointments this year? This leads into number three. What new discoveries did you make about yourself and your relationships? I go back to that time I was on, the, on leave. And this year, I was able to get clear on why I matter. Over the last 12 months, I found myself torn between my passions and professions. Tail end of 2021, I think this is where a lot of the stress came. I was trying to manage multiple things, okay? I'm a high school administrator that requires a great deal of my time, my attention, and my energy. Uh, it's an exhausting job. And coming out of COVID, it was an exhausting, exhausting position. Uh, I also love coaching men. I love coaching men through fight the dad bod and achieving their best health and losing weight and building strength. Uh, yes, so they could look better and feel better, but that they can be the fathers they want to be active, engaged and present with their families. I'm a passionate leader. I have a master's degree in leadership because I want to help other people build their leadership skills in a way that will help them impact others. And that's why I wanted to do the business coaching at that time. And that's why I am now passionate about fight the dad bot and dad's making a difference. What I realized through all of this is that I was struggling identifying which one of these multiple things who I say I am, can I focus on? I just need to focus on one thing. And so I thought I had to choose until I realized the discovery that I made about myself was that I didn't have to choose between these things that I was doing. I identified that the one thing that I was common through all of these is who I was. You know, I'm a four on the Enneagram. So, you know, I have a lot of empathy. Uh, I wear things quite emotionally. I get easily attached. I love building relationships with people. I saw that I see this in everything that I do and that I'm passionate about. Uh, but I also will tend to, even when I'm in a, a place of authority or success and some, I look out and I see somebody else doing something, I'll compare myself to their happiness. Uh, and I was doing a lot of that, but I discovered that there was a consistency between all the thing, things that I was doing. And that was that I love people and I love you. And I'm glad that you're listening to this and I appreciate you and I want the best for you. And I want the most for you. And I want you to live the life that you were meant to live. But I also discovered that I wasn't living the life that I was meant to live. And in 2022, I woke up. I feel like I woke up. I was living on autopilot for so long. Things were just happening. Uh, I was doing things intentionally, but I wasn't really living with intention, if that makes sense. I had purpose, but wasn't living on purpose. And what my medical leave did is it really made me reflect on what my purpose was. My purpose is to make a difference while I'm here. And it gave me the idea for this. Dad's making a difference, living with purpose so that we can make a difference in the lives of our family, in our community, and I think about the fight, the Dabba community, the Dads Make Difference community, my physical community, your physical community, and in business. How can I provide for my family in a way where I am fulfilling my calling, doing what I'm passionate about, but still providing for my family? And so that's what I learned about my discoveries and my relationships. I learned about uh, that my strength and what I thrive off of is the piece of physical intimacy with my family when we're out and active and enjoying adventures together that's where I thrive and so I ask you what new discoveries did you make about yourself 
are your relationships in 2022? Write that down. Make a note of that. We're moving on. I know I need to pick this up because you don't want to listen to this forever. Maybe you're on the treadmill. Maybe you're on a commute. Maybe you're having a coffee sitting on the couch, whatever it is, but I'll speed it up. Sorry, my friend. Uh, question number four, how did your self-perception change this year? It changed a lot, as you can imagine. My self-perception, I didn't, I'm not as strong as I thought I was. Uh, I always put on this, this front a little bit of that I was the strong guy, the fit guy. Uh, my self-perception was that everything was okay. I have to be more intentional about making things okay. I have to be more intentional about my mental health, my physical health, my spiritual health, my emotional health, my financial health, my relational health. Um, that's what I learned about my self-perception this year. And so how did your self-perception change this year? I challenge you to answer that. Take some time. Be open and honest with yourself. Here's an interesting question that was posed to me. What is a thinking bias you became aware of? I'm still struggling with this one. Uh, we are inundated with so much information that we just narrow on one specific thing we have this narrow focus maybe a thinking bias and bias doesn't you know the word bias has been thrown a lot, a lot around a lot in 2022 but I, I want to think of bias as this it's like how your experiences influence the way you see the world more or less uh, I might be off on that and you might not agree with me but that's how I'm interpreting bias right now in this question how did your self-perception change this year and then what is thinking bias that you became aware of to be honest I was just kind of thinking in my own head I was in my head too much. I thought that what I wanted was more important. I thought that what I needed and my family needed was more important. I had a narrow vision, a narrow perspective. I was using my own experiences and assuming that other people wanted to learn from them, which again, sorry guys, I'm sharing my perspective on this podcast so you can reflect on it. It sounds ironic, but this is something I became aware of. This is how I could, would describe it. You know, we just came out of Christmas and you're wrapping the gifts for Christmas and you get to the end. The best part for a kid, by the way, is getting to the end of the wrapping roll because as the, the wrapping paper is all gone, what's left? Well, the world's best toy, the cardboard tube that's in the middle. It can be a sword. It can be a telescope. It can be whatever you want it to be. It could be a baseball bat like Bray and I were playing in the basement with a, a roll of socks in this tube, baseball. But I want to go back to the telescope piece. You know, Bray had this thing. We had this thing up by our eyes, this like four foot piece of cardboard tubing. And we're looking through it and we're, you know, joking that it's a telescope and we're using our imagination. And of course, I'm warning him, don't walk around with that because you're walking to a wall, like doing all the dad things, of course. But think about your, your own bias and think of your own perspective as that tube. Sometimes we can get caught looking through that tube and all we see is that narrow circle at the end of it. And we're losing sight of the periphery and the world around us because we're focused, so narrowly focused on one thing. And I found that what got me to the places where I, at my, I was at my worst, at my lowest, was I was too narrowly focused. So take the tube away and now look at the periphery. Look at the world around you. Allow people to speak into your life. Allow people to influence you. Be open to other perspectives. You don't have to agree with them, but be open to them. Part of the reason I love this podcast so much is I've had guests on who I don't agree with. I don't need to. It doesn't mean they're wrong. It challenges me to grow. It challenges you to grow. So I want to challenge you to grow in 2023 
by asking yourself this question. How did your self-perception change this year? And what thinking bias are you becoming aware of that you can be conscious of as you head into 2023? Uh, another question, what did you change your mind about this year? Uh, I think I've, I've shared a little bit of that, so I won't dive too much into that. But what, what did you change your mind about this year? I think what I changed my mind about was I was a period of time I was going to shut down, fight the dad bod. I was over it. And I, it wasn't that I was over the messaging of it. I was discouraged by it because it slowed down quite a bit. But what happened through that is I got invigorated about what it could be, not what it wasn't. And now I'm looking at what Fight the Dabba could be. So if you're listening to this and you're a man who wants to take control of your health, Fight the Dabba used to be a one-to-one -one coaching program where I would work with you specifically for 12 to 24 weeks and get you amazing health results. I will still do that. That is still an aspect of Fight the Dabba. Fight the Dabba is now going to have a structure opportunity for you to come into a mastermind top coaching program where we come in with health, fitness, nutrition, time, sleep, stress, energy, time, family balance, all this as the focus in a group environment where I will facilitate and lead and coach you, but you will have the accountability of other men. And we will connect weekly in doing that. If that sounds like something you're interested in, uh, send me a message at fight the dad bot on Instagram. And we'll talk more about that. But I was able to see the perspectives of what something could be instead of what it wasn't. And so that's what I changed my mind about this year. I'm not going to shut it down. We're going to push ahead. We're going to build a strong community and keep this thing going. What worked well that I'm grateful for. Uh, what worked well that I'm grateful for is being part of a group of men who can meet every week, who can have unfiltered conversations and challenge each other and keep each other accountable. I'm going to leave that there. I think it's so important to surround yourself with people who will speak into your life, who care about you, but who will also hold you accountable. So what worked well that you're grateful for this year? Answer that question. Uh, what did you enjoy most this year? I have to say we enjoyed our Oregon Coast trip, that time away with my family, taking the kids really to the ocean for the first time. The last time they were there, my daughter was two years old and my son was four weeks old and they don't really remember it. But there was experiences on that trip that we'll have for a lifetime and they're already asking to go back. So that's what I enjoyed the most this year was our couple weeks on the Oregon coast as a, as a family camping in our pop-up trailer. <laughs> so it was amazing. Uh, what was your best accomplishment? Sorry, not accomplishment. We're talking about that. So what did you enjoy most this year? And what was the best compliment that you received this year? Um, I'm going to be honest, a little bit vulnerable. And sometimes it's hard to speak well about yourself. Um, the compliment I received this year was from a student who said that, Cam, every time I talk to you, I think you actually care about what I'm saying. And, you know, a 17-year-old will say that. Uh, but what it spoke to was presence, attentiveness, caring, empathy, and knowing that we are here not for ourselves, but to make an impact in the lives of others. So for you, what was the best compliment that you received this year, my friend? I want to let you know that you have done amazing things this year. Uh, don't forget to skip this question. Do not skip this question is what I meant to say. Okay, last question. And then we're going to wrap this up, this reflection, uh, year in review of 2022. If you could rewind one year, what advice would you give yourself knowing what you know now? And what I would tell myself is to breathe, that you have time. And people say, you don't have time. Rush, 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 rush. That's not what I mean. Breathe and you have time because you can create the time to focus on what you matter most.
focus on what matters most. Be present with your family. Take care of your health. Get your sleep. <laughs> Drink your water. Do those things. But if I could rewind one year, advice I would give myself is this. In the lows, don't let them beat you up. Grow through them. Because on the other side of the low is another high. And if you are in a low right now, you matter. You have purpose. That you will make it out. And there's somebody out there who cares about you, who's there to take your hand. And if you don't feel like you do, I am here for you. Reach out a hand. And that hand could be through a message. It could be through a phone call. It could be the text message. It could be through social media, whatever. An email. Cam at dmdpodcast.com is my personal email. You can email me there. Reach out a hand. There's a three-month period of time in this year, 2022, where I didn't reach out a hand. And it was near the end of that three months that I finally started reaching out to other people. And they pulled me up. And the strength of others helped me move forward. It got me to this place of excitement and anticipation for an amazing year that's going to be in 2023. So my friend, if you could rewind one year, what advice would you give yourself knowing what you know now? Again, those questions all came from typology from Ian Cron. I appreciate my friend Paul for sharing those and challenging me with those. And uh, my daughter for making fun of me for interviewing myself today. My friend, I hope you're doing well. Merry Christmas. I know it's past, but I appreciate you. Hope you had an amazing time with your family. We're heading into the New Year's. And before, before you set any type of resolution or goal for 2023, you have to answer these questions and reflect. And then once you're done the reflection, then you know what direction you're going to go in creating your goals for the next upcoming year. I'm going to return next week with another solo episode and talk about exactly that. Setting a direction and writing your goals and crafting your vision for 2023. My friend, I appreciate you. Happy New Year. God bless you. And we will see you in 2023. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Dad's Making a Difference podcast. I hope you found value in today's show. And if it made a positive impact on you, please share it with someone you know, leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. I'm Cam Hall. Thank you for spending time with me today. And I will see you on the next episode of the DMD podcast.